Hi, Warren. Hello. Super awesome to have you here. So, so this is called Remember the Plug, and it is powered by End Stages, you know. So, so, so basically, I invite people who work in the media industry, who are like influential, who have worked on like so many amazing projects, and they've also put in so many years in, in the media industry as well, so that it just helps other people across Africa to just kind of have an, an understanding and a sneak peek behind the curtain, you know, who are some of these people, and some people might never get to know you or see you, but you'll be the one actually putting things together that actually blows people's minds away. So, so, so because I know, I know you, and we work together on some amazing projects. So, so, but I'm just gonna ask different questions just to help you know paint a picture for different people. You know, so I just want to start off with, um, um, you know, what is your name and what do you do? Awesome. Thank you for having me here. This is an awesome initiative. I think it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, they like that, I mean, both of us are going to you know, exactly, blow up exactly, at some point. Exactly, yeah, yeah. No, look, my name is Warren LaGrange. I'm an executive creative director, show director, and creative director for live events and media, experiential marketing. And I own a business called Koi Creative. Yeah. And I work with a partner, sister company called Glen 21 Entertainment yeah. and Lucky Number 8 Concepts. And that's who I am. I suppose. Cool. And also, can, can, can you just tell us a bit about your your childhood, right? A bit yeah. about your childhood, you mm -hmm. know, and up to how you got involved in the industry. Just to see if there's anything in there. In the that connection, eh? Some, some dots, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, look, growing up in Mitchell's Plain in the hood, it's fun. Everything is theater. Yeah. Soccer is theater. Yeah. Table tennis in the library is theater. Yeah. You know, trying to just get through another week is theater. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, learning how to sort of live, I suppose, uh, beyond what is in the real is normal because you had to just be imaginative yeah. and creative from an early age, which is exciting, you know, because that's what it is. I suppose what people see as poverty or challenges, we see as opportunity yeah. and catalyst to just propel us, yeah. you know, into the next thing. So growing up, I've always had a very dynamic family. I have about seven sisters. So that on its own is a drama. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and I think finding my niche was tricky because after school, my parents tried to push me into Bible college. And, gotcha. and that was just not for me. I like the theater. But so, so you're saying you could have been a pastor. Right? Ah, no, he, that's, <laughs> that's 100% what they tried to push that's me right. into. Yeah, yeah, he wanted yeah, yeah, me to yeah. be a youth pastor. Yeah. And I was like, but, but I don't like that. Gotcha. I like the part where we got to act and we did the yeah. church shows yes. and yeah. the production of the church. Yeah. Like, that was my vibe. So gotcha. I, got, I was really involved in church. So I think that, um, that helped me paint a picture of theater yeah. and stage production easily. And, um, and then moving to Joburg about 17 years ago from yeah. Cape Town, mm -hmm. um, thinking that I'm going to be the next ETV guy on backstage. Got you. I did one, one or two auditions or one or two episodes, and I was like, this is also not for me. Got you. Um, and that's when I, I actually, through Rayma Bible Church, they recruited me to a thing called uh, 13th Floor Circus, which is like a theater production company. Got you. And I spent 10 years of my life there, which was a mixed media, theater production, TV, television, script writing, Could producing. You. That's what, that's basically where I trained to become Jesus. what I've done. And I, at that stage, I didn't even know yeah. events yeah. was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I just Got you. knew this side of the camera, you know. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so being exposed to that, because we traveled all around the world, and yeah. uh, that was amazing. And then only when a big events agency headhunted me, yeah. and they said, don't you want to come and learn about events? And I was yeah. like, sure. Yeah. Here I am. It's about yeah. seven years later, still doing the thing. Yeah, so so for me, like, um, 
I know in different people's lives who we'll get to a place of like influence and, and to work with some of the on, on some of the most amazing projects in the world, there's always a moment that you get in. You know, like that moment, there always something that happens, someone that sees you, you know, Absolutely. and then and then you get in. But still you get in and you're still like the other guy and then you then now become the main guy who's, who's actually directing things. Can you just share a bit on how that discovery happened and then how you went up through the whoops sure. to be then be like the creative director of one of the most prominent shows in Africa? Like, how did that happen? Just take us through that process. Sure. Uh, after working with um, the events company that I was with, uh, we did with the, the first, I suppose, big sort of moment, well, a couple of moments happened. One of them was we were just doing uh, a summer campaign. I was just a new creative director um, at the agency. And actually, in my third or fourth year with them, in the December campaign, they liquidated. But it, they liquidated while we were on tour. Gotcha. So people were in flights, buses were stopped, trucks didn't offload. So it was quite gotcha. crazy. Um, but we still finished the project. And that was my first year working with Castle Light, gotcha. actually. Yeah. And that's when the director at the end of that campaign said, you know, you can do this by yourself, right? She came to me and said, you know, you can do this by yourself. And we don't want to work with anyone else but you. And she said, start your own thing. Yeah. And I said, really? She goes, yeah. Have, and then that's when she said, let me speak to Glenn and maybe yeah. you guys can have coffee. At that stage, I didn't even really know him. Because we did, because just the year before that, did we do J. Cole or Cut? I can't remember which one we did, but we did one of the big artists gotcha. just the year before that, Jayco. Yes. So Jayco yes. was my first and, and one remember, at the yeah. Dome yeah. With, um, with them. And then she said, dude, you and Glenn work so well together. Why don't you guys do a thing? Yeah. And yeah, the, the, and that's when I started a company called Koi Creative. And I pitched against all the big companies in South Africa and we won. We won the account and we still have run Castle exactly. Light today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and then also... Um, I know you as a creative director, yeah. right? So, so just to paint a picture for some people who don't know, what is that? Sure. What does a creative director do? So, I mean, others believe we just Google stuff <laughs> and then we um, tell clients, do that. Yeah. Uh, other people think creative directors are sent YouTube links or TikTok videos and say, do that. Yeah. But what we really do is we try and distill briefs, right? So our job is the funnest of the entire ecosystem of the creative industry, I believe. Um, we sort of like the Iniestas of the team, you know, with the, with the central generals kind of, because what happens is a client has a business problem. Yeah. Uh, they put that down in a paper and they call it a brief. Yeah. They send it out to either multiple agencies or to a preferred agency and they say, come up with an idea on how to solve this business problem. Sometimes gotcha. it's an event, other times it's a, a, an entire campaign uh, most of the times, it's just you've got three weeks, come up with something real quick. And then what we do is we come up with a concept, we conceptualize it, we put it down on a presentation. And then eventually, the time that you get to spend with me when I get to brief yes. the tech supplier, I've gone through three months of yeah. strategy, yeah. of briefs, of conceptualization, of a whole bunch of pre-work. By the time I get to you, I have a render, I have drawings, yes. I have references, yes. I've got a venue, you know what I mean? Exactly. So then I can brief you and say, this is what we're going to do yeah. um, in the middle of X, Y, and Z at this location. Yeah. How do you think we can make that happen? Yeah. So a credit director is all about the pre-work. We call it from page to stage. Cool. That's our job. And by the time we get to stage, we get to show direct. 
So the creative direction part is everything up to the point where you direct the show. Gotcha. And when it gets to show direction, that's everything from show calling, working with choreographers, dealing with, you know. Exactly. You know, yeah, the, yeah. Tech, the techies. You know, like, like for, for me, I, I know uh -huh. like on some of these shows, it can be Castle Light or this other tour. I know like how the show actually flows, how it's going to start, what's going to happen here the use of the different technical resources. I'm like, I know you've got the, you, you kind of make the bugs kind of stops with you, yeah. <laughs> actually what gets uh, put out. But, but it was really good for, for, for other people to get that. My, my follow-up question is, are there any moments or any show that you did? And then, you know what, it was like some of the most memorable, some of the most profound, or maybe some of the ones that it's like, you were like, I was meant to do this. You know, is yeah. there anything like that for you? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to pin down to one because it's... Yeah. I get you. Uh, um, but that moment where you almost have an out-of-body experience must... One of them that's a big standout was uh, when we did Chance the Rapper. Yeah. And... Um, he ended a song, and I, at this stage, was no longer a massive religious person. Uh, but he did a song with the Soweto Gospel Choir, and it was Our God is an Awesome God. Yeah. I, I, to this day, I can feel, I get goosebumps right now. Gotcha. Because of what happened in the venue, it almost was ethereal in the way it was out of body. Gotcha. He, he silenced, they yeah, silenced, yeah, whatever yeah, it was, yeah, silenced. Yeah, yes, yes. Nothing mattered. Yes. The world, because we, that year, we brought the world's biggest LED walls, thanks to the yes. people that they were working yes, with here. Yes. In the Southern Hemisphere, we built yeah. the, the biggest wall that moved that, with hydraulics and it was yes. over-the-top technology yes. and stuff flew. At that moment, nothing else mattered but the spirit of whatever was hanging in that space. Yes. And that to me was a very profound moment. Yeah. And I think that's when I realized what we're doing sometimes matter more exactly. than what we realize. Exactly. Like for, for me, I've got, I've got moments when I show something is just coming together so much. I even cry sometimes. Like I've got tears. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I'm happy. And I also remember there was a moment I did this job for, for uh, um, uh, a a man of God, right? So yeah. some of them are controversial, you know? So anyway, <laughs> I did this job for this particular client in Mexico. The stadium is full. I'm like, the lights are on. It's so amazing. And I'm like, who would have thought connecting speakers yeah. and controlling <laughs> the volume would actually, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's just like those moments when a show comes together. And for me, you know, like, it's like someone can watch a show from home, whatever, but there's just some magic when you're inside it a space and the magic is happening, you know, so yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and yeah. I love that, and I think it's, um, it's an, and I think that was a big switch for me from a career point of view. Yeah. Is I, when I worked at the first agency, it was cool to learn the ropes, right? But yes. it wasn't me, because yes. we, and I know bashing in, in any way corporate yes. accounts because yes. they pay our bills. Yes. But doing conferences and doing the, the big corporate stuff wasn't, Yes. It, it wasn't driving a, a exactly. you know a passion or yeah. an energy yeah. or a fire yeah. inside. Yeah. Yeah. It was the con it was the people. Once exactly. I switched to doing dope stuff for people, yeah. for the kids, for the street, yes. I was yes. like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. I love yeah. it. And and also throughout your your career, mm -hmm. right? What has been some of the most challenging moments? You know, some of you know some of the most challenging moments that that you can remember. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, what we are known for? Yeah. Right is there's many people that do what we do. Yeah. We're not unique, we're not special. Mm -hmm. We happen to be very passionate about it and we happen to be also really good at what we do. But we also happen to be very brave. Yeah. And the bravery, there's a risk and reward in it, yeah. right? And I, I don't even believe I'm gonna talk about this now, but 
uh, one of the ideas that I had was to build an iceberg okay. um, in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Right? And I was serious about it. Yeah. So we, so we and what I, when I say an iceberg, it was to do a concert that floats on an iceberg that it can be seen from both ends, from table, table, view, ta- table view and table mountain. So whether you in Cam's Bay or whether you in Blauberg, there's something, there's a, when you draw a line straight across, yeah. you can see our show yeah. in the water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, we did the research. Okay. So then we started this absolute insane mission. Yeah. From Mozambique to Germany yeah. to Russia, trying to get the resources. Yeah. Then we found a ship that is able, so you know these containers that, yes. that float, so that's a bed, so then that served oh, as our actual you. floating device. Yes. Locked it in. Yeah. The ship was called Greta. Cool. Locked it in, stuck in Maputo, then it, and, 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 and. Then we started designing this thing, building the yeah. actual set elements. Yeah. I'm talking, I don't know how many meters high, <laughs> how many meters long. But when I say challenging is, the long and short of it, four weeks prior to going live, there was a storm in the coast of Maputo or somewhere, yeah. and the ship couldn't leave the dock. It couldn't leave. And we needed four weeks to build it on site. Gotcha. And as time kept going, so we call it the robot system, right? Yes. So it's your green, yeah. orange, and red, and you know when you hit red, exactly. it's an abort. Yeah. You gotta go, you yes. gotta call it. Yes, yes. We were two weeks over abort, and I <laughs> still said, this will <laughs> happen. happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I get you. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they couldn't release it, and we had to make a call, and client was like, abort. We, we had to come up with a new concept in two weeks gotcha. over Christmas. And I was so devastated and I felt so demoralized because I'm like, this would have changed the entire Again, landscape of experiential yeah, marketing, of you. eventing, of yes, outdoor billboards. Because yes, yes. it was going to tick everything in, yes. in the advertising and marketing yes, space. Yes. And I'm still going to do it. Yeah. I'm still going to do it. Right I agree. Now. And I, I also fine. want to be there. I'm, I'm going to find a brave enough part that I'm, I'm still going to do I'm it. Just with saying. Me. Mm-hmm. But so what's challenging is the fact that when you try and match a client's brief and you want to blow their brief out of the water yeah. and go, we want to stay in budget and we want to be realistic, but we want to elevate things to the next level because what's yeah. challenging in Africa yes. is that we are compared not as Africans, but we yes. are compared to as industry leaders exactly. globally. Exactly. They don't care that our budgets and resources don't look the same. Exactly. So when they see the reference yeah. on YouTube, they expect the same delivery. Exactly. And that's why I'm absolutely proud of the workmanship yeah. we have in our country yeah. and the, uh, the artistry we can deliver with a 10% of the budget they have exactly. in Los Angeles. Exactly, exactly. So, so, so um, just a follow-up question is, um, how have you managed to secure some of these high-profile clients? Because you do different projects, right? How have you managed to, to, to secure some of these high-profile clients? And, and also, what do you think it takes for you to stay at that game? You know, like, you know, sometimes you've got some people, they're, like, amazing, and then after a while, you don't see them again on the map. So, so like, first, first of all, how... Do, what does it take to secure some of those clients? And what, what does it take for you to keep at that level? You want some industry secrets now, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. This, is a, this is a team effort. Gotcha. There is no such thing as a one-man show. And in Africa and amongst our people, that is even more important. You've got to surround yourself with the right people and people you trust. So it's not a magic recipe that gets you the fire festival, you yes. know, solution because that's how it'll end if that's yeah. if you're the hero yes. in the story. So how we've managed to do it is always because of our network um, and because of our workmanship. We deliver. 
besides yeah. the ship. Yeah. <laughs> we deliver, we <laughs> deliver it check, every check. time. Yeah. And um, whether that means we do it at a loss, but yeah. we will show you that we can do that. Gotcha. Um, and that's how we've always been able to retain our clients is, um, one, we retain them by they see our work, yeah. they test it, yes. and then they, they are rewarded by, by the surprise of going over and beyond. Exactly. Um, yeah. But the high-profile ones, it's word of mouth. Eh? It's people. People talk. Yeah. Yeah. And the industry is small. Yes. So people know who did what. Yes. And um, so when you get the opportunity to do the magic, show up. Yeah. It's about showing up yep. and, sh and, and, and pulling through and doing the thing. Yeah. Uh, no excuses kind yeah. of vibe. And yeah. I think that's always been the type of team we've tried to build. Yeah. Are people who believe in the vision, yeah. who know what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, in terms of black magic. Yes. Um, we're all about that. Yeah. So we know what's at stake. Yeah. So our stake is higher than the rest. Yeah. So we got to pull through no matter exactly. what. So that's, how, that's sort of how we, how we try and do the damn thing. Exactly. Yeah, you know? That's cool. So, so also now over the past, <clears throat> I think it's almost two years now, there's been COVID, right? You yeah. know, so just of interest, how, how have you managed to, to kind of sell through it or, or get through it? And I think this is important because of your previous question. <laughs> no, it is, it's yeah. true. It's relationships. Yes. What happened the day this got, it got announced and we had to let go of 80% of our staff, basically, and yeah. keep them all on freelance basis. Our, cli our clients came to us before we could go to them. Gotcha. And they said, this happened. How can we help? Good. What can we do? Yeah. They showed up and they, they kudos to, and people, people take this for granted. This is why you take care of your, your, your people. Yeah. Yeah. They showed up and said they created work for us. Cool. We started creating digital content out of our scope. Gotcha. We started gotcha. in creative work strategy. Yeah. We started creating content that is out of what we typically do. We do events, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they knew that we've got strong creatives yes, yes. and strong creative work and yeah. output. So we then just became their partner. This is just one client. Then Netflix yeah. came, yeah. and they just—I mean—they just got. We got swept away by them, and they got swept away by us. Um, and then they became our biggest client, and then yes. now we are their prefer, preferred yeah. um, experiential partner. And we survived. There were two months. Yeah. Two months yeah. out of the entire eighteen months where we weren't sure. Gotcha. There were two months where the three of us just went, all right, guys, this is it now. That's where we make the call. Exactly. And yes. we, I don't know how we managed to scale. And we just told exactly. ourselves, get through the next three months. Yeah. And I think we'll be fine. Right now, where I'm sitting right now, we're busy with probably 20 projects. Um, and we don't know how it happened, but we are busier than what we were in, in 2019. Yeah. And in 2019, we were at the height of, our, I think, our business yeah. Uh, perspective so it's incredible what has happened from almost shutting down yes. and looking at all of your peers yes. who actually has shut down yes. and having to make it out on the other side and now being no, yeah we're, we're very blessed yeah, we are absolutely and, blessed. And, and i think from from the thing that you're saying something that i can catch from what you're saying is like at this level when you're doing projects like this, you kind of have to do more than what's expected. Absolutely. You know, because I know at this level, if you just show up and you do the brief, what people want you to do, it means you're like everybody else, yeah. you know? 100%. So, exactly. So it means you show up, you show extra modules. So, so people know they need to come to you to mm. get a solution. And basically, that's it. For, for me, that is, that is, that is um, really, really, really key. And that's and, an attitude thing, right? Yeah. So our team understood that. Yeah. They understood what was at stake, so they had to go back to what your first job was, yes. whether that was answering phones, responding to mails, writing briefs, you know, it's out exactly. of your... But yes. This is how we had to survive, and we had to, we yeah. had to pivot, and we had to adapt. Yeah. And, and then now, what, what do you think is the, let's say, past COVID, and, you know, if we're ever going to get past COVID, mm. uh, but what do you see the future of shows across the continent, across Africa? 
do you have any any ideas how the landscape might might change in the future across the continent? It's exciting, eh? We are I mean, just coming back from Rwanda and and working with some of the teams there and seeing what they're doing from a facilities point of view is incredible. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I think from an innovation point of view, we are at the most exciting, yeah. pivotal point of the industry gotcha. ever. And those who don't get it, they're going to yeah. be left behind. Yeah. yeah. Because what's happening is um, from technology to innovation and um, in IRL, in real life yes. sort of experience, it's all merged. So I think what the future could look like very soon, very soon, yeah. is from a hybrid experience. So yeah. Everything we do now um, wears two lenses all the time. Gotcha. Is what is the consumer at home experience as gotcha. well and as good and as immersive exactly. as the person standing amongst the 10,000. Exactly. Um, and I think this shift happened when we had to tap into gaming. Gotcha. Right? We yeah. have to tap into gaming very quickly yes, yes. and understand the nuances exactly. of microtransactions yes, yes, and in-game yes, purchases yes, yes. and how to create a concert inside a game, yeah. right? how to create a festival exactly. um, inside you know, animation and work and digital and then also make that live outside. So next yeah. year and the year beyond that, you're going to see some things yeah. I think that we are working on right now that are very exciting. That's good. Some can't firsts wait. in yeah. Africa and cool. um, I can't wait to share that with the world. I yes. think it's going to be dope. Yeah. Can't wait, can't wait. And what would you say to someone would would mm -hmm. want to achieve what you've achieved, or or to some extent play some some roles as a creative director on on projects? And this person is starting from zero. Yeah. What would you advise them? And you know, yeah. What would you say to them? Be greedy. Be greedy. Be hungry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Be desperate. Yeah. And learn as much as you can. Yeah. Knock on doors yeah. and say, "Can I be the photographer?" Yes. Can I? sit at the front of house and yes. just stand there yeah can i come to your office on a monday and listen yes. to how you guys do status yeah when a brief comes in can i just hang around and we've done it a few times and especially like there's there's a few ways in right you yeah. can be an act there's, there's actually every way is a way in <laughs> exactly. no for real exactly. Exactly. there is no recipe yeah 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 whether you're the graphic designer the yes. photographer the actor the lighting, whoever you are, if you... Or doing coffee or, or driving doing somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Because you got to find your thing. Exactly. My thing is talking. Yeah. I, I, when people ask you what's your superpower, I go, <laughs> give me an idea, let me come yes. up with an idea and let me tell yes. you the story. Exactly. Um, it's about that I can tell a, a, really, a really good presentation. Exactly, yeah. And there's others who can do whatever you want. So exactly. I think from that guy that's sitting, or girl that's sitting there and saying, how can I do it? I suppose my advice is really find the thing that makes you so hungry yeah and leaves you so wanting that you're gonna say i want to make this my career yeah because i can tell you right now no amount of money and i can assure you i know that there are people out there thinking the money will do the thing it's yeah. not yeah it's your energy it's your drive it's your motivation it's your passion exactly. it is that and then exactly. from there it's your connection exactly keep good relationships yeah man. yeah yeah life's too short like exactly. just keep good relationships and, 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 and just one small thing uh from when you mm. got in to when you started working on like projects like like uh, Castle Light, for example, is like a head guy. How many years was that? Sure. So I was a junior creative um, for two years probably, mm -hmm. um, but that was already after I've tried my own thing, gotcha, tried yeah. and failed, right? Because yeah, yeah. I like doing that as well. I <laughs> exactly. love failing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I love trying very something key, and failing key, hard and be like, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. that didn't work. Exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And after failing for like three years, I like I think I know now what the yes. vibe is here. Yes, yes. This is kind of what they what the yes. vibe is. Yes. Um, and only after I did my first project as my own company as a creative yes. director, yes. which then was Travis Scott, I think. Yeah. 
that campaign um, that I think put us on the map because then we went from there to, yeah. And how many years was there? That point and that Travis Scott point. That was not even long. That was two years, man. Damn, that's good. Yeah, because from there it was go. Yeah. From there it was just figuring figuring it out. Before those two years, you you had dabbled a bit in in how? Before that, before the, the Travis thing, I did... Four years of events, probably cool. with another agency, got but you. not as a senior creative. Yeah, got you. And before that, I was, I'd yeah, never heard of events. For me, I was looking for the magic number. For me, I've learned if you're going to be in a place of, influ- of influence in media, you need a good five years to have an idea what's going on. Although, when you're coming in, you can think you've got bright ideas, you know yeah. how to do it better. But when you come in, nobody knows you. Oh, well, I still <laughs> no. don't know. We, 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 so we like to go on little excursions, right? Yeah, yeah. So we um, go, I know this sounds over the top, but we go to like Coachella's or yes, Tomorrowland's yes, festivals. Because yes. we want to see how these people do exactly, the things. Exactly, Because yeah. we want to consider ourselves as good as exactly. the best, like exactly. globally. Yeah. Um, and then you get there, you go, God, I know nothing. Exactly. I'm actually, I'm so far behind. Exactly. We don't have half the technology. Exactly. We don't know what we're doing. Start over. Exactly. Start exactly. over. And that's actually how, and that's what, Baychala is the yes. one we went to. Yeah. And that's what inspired the way we reconsidered the whole Post Malone Coaching. festival. Yes. And yes. the way we changed the entire yes. Unlocks concept to yes. a festival approach. Yes. And that's actually how Cotton Fest, we yeah. don't talk about that. But yeah. that's how all of these stuff actually yeah. came out of that when yes. we went to go yeah. and learn yeah. from the other kids. Yeah, and, and for me, I believe that's, <clears throat> that, that is very key because some people, they, they come into the industry, they, they are just looking at something, they're thinking, I can do it better, yes. right? But they oh, don't no. know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's no. so much stuff that goes on behind the doors that you can come in, you've got an amazing idea. It can really be an amazing idea, but because no one knows yeah. you, no one wants yeah, to but I mean, And, and yeah. I think that's a lesson, especially for yeah. when you're young. When you're the smartest person in the room, get yeah. out of the room. Yeah, right? Yeah. Then you don't. Then you need a better room. Exactly. Because exactly. you need a room of people that are influential because you're looking to be the influencer. Exactly. Forget about that. Exactly. Be influenced. Exactly. Find teachers and exactly. mentors that can teach you and exactly. empower you. Yes. Because that's how you become the best version of yourself exactly. every time. Exactly. Sometimes, some, sometimes I say to people, <clears throat> me as a life sound engineer, I get to learn from... The best from... in the industry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I get to, to, to basically learn from, from different sound engineers who have gone before me. I learn from them, even though they're teaching me about a microphone and I know the microphone, I listen to them yeah. because I know I might know 99.9% of what they're saying, but I know it's the 0.01% that they're saying that changes my life. And then I know every time when I'm working on a job, I can think like Remember, I can think like John, I can think like Elton, and then I can find, and sometimes I can merge these different people in the, and I can get an amazing result. But some people now you're thinking, I know, I'm going to show them. But and then, can I tell a story just about yeah. what you say there yeah, about yeah. yourself? Yeah, yeah. One year I wanted to do a quadraphonic surround yes, sound, yes, yes, yes. sound experience in yes, the dome where yes. sounds come from there, there, I over remember, there, and I, 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 I want you to like control it. it. I want you to like yeah, point up with you. Like, and, yes. and you're like, okay, Warren. Okay, cool, 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 yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Hey, like, okay, let's play around with some ideas. Exactly. And you went to go and figure out how exactly. to do that. Exactly. Because I wanted the wind exactly. to feel like, exactly. you know, like you're in a exactly. cinema. Exactly. Just massive place. Exactly. Did that. Exactly. But you didn't know. You're exactly. like, we can figure this out. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I, and I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that. You know, and, and, and for me, uh, as a life sound engineer, my thing is always like, I must create magic. You know, I yeah. must make dreams come true. And Absolutely. basically, that's it. Warren, thank you very awesome. much for, for coming through. Before we end this, this interview, is there something else you'd want to add to all the things that you've said or you get? 
think it's all. I'm gonna leave it out all there, man. It's all been said. No, cool, no. No, just thank, thank you for, for being letting me part no, of your My project. pleasure. Thank you awesome. very much for coming through. Looking forward to see you more so that we, we can get to capture some of your mind so that it is captured, archived for 100 years from now yeah. so that people are not starting from scratch. They're starting from the things you've learned and yeah. they're moving from there. Awesome. Thank you very much for it. Thank you. So, awesome. Yeah. And, and that's it. That's a cut. Thank you. Thank you, Panther.